Fly Perspective Podcast. Episode number three. I hope y'all are feeling good out there. Got my boy KP on this episode with me. But before I get into that, um, let's see, what have I been up to? Uh, oh, I got hurt at work recently. Uh, I was uh, doing some heavy lifting and throwing and uh, snapped some shit up in my neck, man. And uh, it's probably one of the worst pains I've ever had to deal with. I, uh, it didn't hurt initially at first, but when I woke up the next day, you know, my neck was really stiff. I couldn't turn to the left or the right, man. I'm talking about to look left or right. I have to move my whole body to see. Uh, so long story short, I had my job send me to the ER and uh, got x-rays and everything done. Nothing's wrong. You know, nothing's broken. No chipped vertebrae or anything like that, which is, you know, thank God for that. But I do have pulled muscles that are badly bruised on both sides of my neck. Fucked around and gave myself whiplash or some shit. <laughs> But uh, the doctor came in, said everything's cool, you know, just take a little time to heal, blah, blah, blah. He's like, I'm gonna prescribe you some pain pills and some muscle relaxers, anti-inflammatory, X, Y, Z, whatever. So, as he's about to walk out the door, I'm like, yo, you know, I don't want any um, any opiates, you know? And he kind of looked at me funny, because I looked at me like, what you mean I want no opiates? Like, this is the good stuff. And I'm like, nah, bro, people get hooked on opiates, man. I'm good on the opiates. So. I'm still a little loosey off the muscle relaxers and the, the pain pills, but hey, I'm good. So when I get done at the ER, man, my grandmother calls me and she's like, hey, you know what happened at the ER? What's going on? I told her what happened. She said, no, you ain't got to take none of that medicine they give you. I said, well, okay, what are you, well, what's going on? She said, well, I'm going to give you, <clears throat> I'm going to pause right there. So my grandma's 85, like I told you people in the last episode, and she's hilarious. She has her own notions for everything. She's going to say how she mean it, whatever. She has this notion of if you cook a goose, you take the grease from the goose, it's going to heal whatever you need. So she told me, don't take none of the medicine, get this goose grease she and rub it on your... Yes, she's from St. Louis. Bro, she told like me, that. you take this goose grease and rub it on your neck, your neck ain't going to hurt no more. I'm thinking like, all right, bro, whatever. You know what I'm saying? I've, I've been hearing that since I was young. Like, all right, take the goose grease and it's whatever. Anyway, long story short... I did not take no goose grease and put it on my neck, and um, I haven't taken the medicine yet, however, because I don't have 12 hours to let that shit settle in and me not doing nothing, but I'm good. As long as I don't look to the left or the right, I'm straight. So what's going on with you, KP? You can't cross no streets, nigga. Hey, no you, streets. I'm across the street. No streets. You just look forward the whole time. You got jokes. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just you got jokes. Yeah, all right, I'm bro. just trying to clarify if people are listening. You a fool, man. But I also want to uh, take this time to give my sincere condolences to um, everyone that was involved in that uh, shooting in Florida with the uh, the high school students, man. I, I I can't even fathom being in something like that, you know. Um, it's just something that's um, becoming way too far common nowadays in America, uh, these mass shootings, man. You think about, you know, Vegas and the church shootings and... Uh, what have you. And I remember when I was in grade school, I 
uh, when uh, the Columbine shooting happened. And uh, man, I just remember being devastated that that's actually happened at a school. And, you know, students came to the school and shot it up. And, you know, as we fast forward, we have so many times that this keeps happening again. And I don't know the answer. I'm not going to sit here and say, yes, I think this should happen or that should happen. But um, it's just, it's sad, man. And uh, I believe that mental health is real. But also, if a cat's a cat, you're going to name that motherfucker a cat. So when these mass shootings happen, don't say this is a teenager or a kid. He's a mass terrorist. Or like that guy in uh, Vegas who shot up that concert. You know, they didn't call him a terrorist. He's a fucking terrorist. And uh, we have to label it what it is. Um, because at the end of the day, if it's an African-American kid or what have you in the news, for whatever reason it being, they're going to label him as a thug. Just like when Mike Brown was killed, Trayvon was killed. They labeled them as uh, these menacing names, and the shit's not cool. Um, it's also not cool the fact that the FBI had already been warned about this little motherfucker for I don't know how long about his Facebook post, and he's saying he's going to do this with his AR-15 and do that, and nobody ever considered to come pay this man a visit or come check his temperature. There's a guy here in St. Louis right now, man, uh, my guy Jeremy uh, Slim, uh, you know, I haven't seen him on social media lady. What up, bro? Um, this fool had tweeted back in the, uh, the good tweeting days when Twitter was popping. He tweeted something like to President Obama, like, you know, you better come check in with me when you come to St. Louis or something crazy like that. Do you know the FBI knocked on his door and checked his temperature <laughs> about what was going on? So if this little motherfucker saying he going to do this and do that, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and he was already on that watch list. Why didn't nobody... Decide to come check this little motherfucker's temperature, man. It's not cool. Now, you got all these innocent lives are just gone, you know, due to the hands of him being uh, a prisoner of his mind or whatever he may have going on. It's just crazy. Uh, I work with a guy. We were talking about it's an older white dude, you know, one of those um, those Republicans. He's one of those uh, NRA uh, uh, advocates and Soon as it happened, he's like, oh, I got to go stock up because they're going to try to take our guns from us, man. You know, I can talk to anybody. So I talk to him every day. I know half the shit he says is, you know, bullshit. So he, he comes back to work. I bullshit you not like two days later. This fool's like, yeah, I went up to uh, the, the gun store and uh, I got a, uh, a handgun that I always wanted. But then I saw this special edition AK-47 and, uh, no, not AK-47, I'm sorry, AR-15 and I got that too. He was describing the AR-15. He showed me the pictures of it. All that. He said, I had to give me an AR-15 before they try to take it off the market. I mean, it's just, it's crazy. And I'm a person, yeah, I believe in bearing arms. I want to protect my family. I want to protect myself. Um, but at the same time, I don't think nobody needs no assault rifle, man. You don't need no AR-15, no AK-47. You know what I'm saying? These are, these are uh, military guns. These are guns that if you shoot through things like the bullets go through things and keep flipping that's why they call it a chopper because you shoot the bullet is going to rip up and shred whatever it goes through but at the same time hey people out here in the streets got them so hey i got to give me something to compete you know with them in case somebody trying to run up in my crib but um i don't know what's going to be done what, what what needs to be done i just know that needs to be changed and uh it's sad that all those people uh lost their lives man just a moment of silence for them Shout out Black Panther, because that shit just happened. It happened for real, for real happened. That shit. Oh, yeah, we just saw that tonight, man. That shit was crazy. Man. 
And that shit was dope, man. Go see that, man. But look, everybody who uh, think it's some sort of conspiracy about the timing and all that, man, fuck all that shit. Right. It's a, uh, a high percentage of the everybody who's in the movie is black. I mean, it, it's a um, black cast for the most part. But to me, man, it's unprecedented that you see a black director and black writers gets that sort of power and budget and all that, especially in, like, uh, big studio Hollywood type shit. And um, that's real, man. You got to support that shit because that's just stepping stones for more black directors, more black producers, more black people in film. More black, all um, everything. And we don't have enough voice in that shit for real. Um, because it, it just that's just the way Hollywood has been. So you, when you see it, you gotta support it type shit. I mean, I, I get it. Uh, people saying as far as like Black Lives Matter and all the shit that's going on right now, um, it's a good time for that. But Black Panther was in uh, Captain America a couple years ago, uh, so it's not like brand new to us. And that shit came out a long time. I mean, like in the, was it the forties or whatever? Black Panther was or sixties, whenever it was when Black Panther first yeah. was written about. So you gotta support, man. We. They making some noise right now. I feel like it, it really was for the culture type shit. So, I mean, you haven't seen it, check, go see it. If you've seen it already, go see it again. Uh, and people saying that, one of my homeboys, Manny, he said that uh, basically uh, Hollywood was trying to line his pockets um, at expense of like the black crowd or the black dollar type shit, when you think about it, and this is the same thing I said to him, and I said to his face, I said to you, um, you know anything about the, the business of film, uh, first of all, Disney owns Marvel, uh-huh. and all that shit, Disney is worth $150 billion, uh-huh. that $200 million at the box office this weekend, it might not be that much, it's Amen. close to $150, Amen. that's pennies to Disney, so they could have did any sequel to any other Marvel movie, and made the same amount of cheese they gonna make off of Black Panther. So, I mean, I support, man. Support your blacks, black businesses, and all. But bro, that, like, did you did you trip off of Wakanda? Like, hey man, the how beautiful that, that was. Shit was lit. And, man, um, hey, that just was to lit. see, fuck all that, man. We've seen a lot of. Uh, black people at the forefront of a lot of film. I mean, we've been. I mean, you got. Actors like a lot of people will point to like a Morgan Freeman type or a Denzel Washington type or people like that. We've seen that shit before. We have not seen a lot of uh, black females take the forefront. So shout out to the black women in Wakanda. Killing it, man. My favorite character in the movie is Shiri. Uh, she was uh, um, his little sister. She was a beast, man. And she's a star in the making, so... Oh, yeah, she was a beast. I mean, as far as film goes, and and that's one of my lanes, man. I, I want to be in film. To see some shit like that is some real shit because it's not a lot of shit. We, I mean, it's not shit we see all the time. Hell, so. yeah. Hey, Wakanda forever, man, for real. For sure, bro. That was a dope movie. But um, on another note, uh, hopefully everybody had a good Valentine's Day. Uh, I didn't do much. I was at work. 
However, I got a funny story, uh, <laughs> and I don't even know if I should tell this, but I lived through my truth on this podcast, so it is what it is. So long story short, I get a package in the mail. Um, little shorty just trying to pursue your boy had sent me a, a gift, and it was a pretty nice gift. I won't go into specifics of what it was or how much it cost, but it was a pretty nice gift. So I hit shorty, and I'm like, yo, like, you know, I'm I'm flattered, but... I'm not sure if I should even accept this, you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like, hey, this may be a contingency on some things of you thinking that we're going to get together or, or what have you. And she's like, no, you know, go ahead. And I just want to do something nice for you. You keep the gift, blah, blah, blah. Ask her again. I'm like, you know, are you sure? Are you trying to get a gift back? You know, what's the deal? She's like, no, I just want to do something nice for you, whatever. So I had the gift for about a week before I even opened it. So then I finally opened the gift, fast forward to a week later, uh, so yeah, uh, yeah, about a week later, and I finally opened it, I said, okay, cool, I'm going to just go ahead and keep it. Uh, so I opened the gift, and uh, Shorty one night starts blowing me up on my phone while I'm at work, and I'm not answering the phone, and so she's texting, she's blowing me, I'm like, yo, I'm at work, you know what I'm saying? The next day, she's like, just send the gift back. <laughs> Like, so you did send me that gift with, like, some contingency. And it's just like, man, at the end of the day, never have I in life been trying to pursue a chick and bought her a gift. And if I find out she wasn't feeling me the same way that I was feeling her, I'm going to ask her for the gift back. After I told you a few times, do you want the gift back? And you saying, no, keep the gift. It's just, man, who raised you? Not only that, but she starts sending me like a bunch of hate texts like, hey, is something wrong with you and blase, blase. That's why your ex left you because you crazy. You this, this, and that. I'm like, how am I crazy because I don't want to talk to you? Maybe I'm just not interested in you and you're not taking the hints that I'm not really feeling you the way that you're feeling me. And instead of me being rude and trying to hurt your feelings the way that you're trying to deliberately try to hurt mine, but I'm a G and you can't do that to me. And as I get older... It'd be hard not to go off on people, man, especially when they got you fucked up. But you got to realize that some things ain't even worth talking about. Some things are better left unsaid. And uh, the best way to make somebody really mad and piss them off, I've learned, is if you just ignore them. So, whatever. Another scenario, another little shorty has been trying to throw a shot. I guess she forgot she added me on Snapchat because uh, I was on Snap looking at Valentine's Day stuff. And she's on there with Bay. He's cashing out. They going to dinner. You know, she talking about Bay this, Bay that, showing off the gifts he bought. Meanwhile, the next day, she hit me up like, hey, boo, what's up? When I'm going to see you, blah, blah, blah. I hit her with the, oh, you know, so how was your Valentine's Day? She says, oh, I didn't do nothing. I was at home or something. She said, I said, oh, well, your Snapchat look nice. <laughs> she didn't even reply. Um, did you hear about Tiger won a paternity test on the baby between Travis Scott and Kylie Jenner? Nah, bro. Bro, he wants a paternity test for that baby. Because so you think he, it's his baby? He said he was hidden. Where you at, Mari? We need you, Mari? <laughs> you are. Nigga, which one? <laughs> exactly. Nigga. Which one? He's, he Mari, he bro. said he was still hidden around that time, my G. Damn. She out here, ain't she? You didn't want to get like a non-famous nigga? What is she, 19? 
Shit, I don't know. Everything that she's got done as far as like her, her business shit goes, she's worth 300 mil. She's worth more than Kim Kardashian, bro. That's but that shit crazy, man. But Tiger, I don't know how I feel about a nigga wanting to be the father, bro. A lot of niggas don't want to be the father, bro. That's, that's no, they don't because they're going to have to pay that suck. I don't know. Yeah, I mean. But at the same time, she worth 300 M's. I don't know if he goes to the child support people and say, hey, this is my baby. How much money are they going to make him pay because she worth 300 mil? It depends on if they make him pay anything, for real. Exactly. He's find out whether he's a father or not. Sure. Exactly. See, but he might be barking up the wrong tree, you know, that you said that shit. But that, that's kind of commendable, bro. You want to be the father of a kid? Like, yeah. niggas be running from that shit, bro. Oh, yeah. They don't want to deal with that shit. All right. So, you did you hear about the new Nelly shit? No, nah, bro. What, what Nelly shit? All right. Um... Not no music, but he's been accused of like sexually assaulting women. No, no, no. no. I don't want to believe it. Bruh, I don't believe it. I, I'm, I ain't spoken on this shit, but I don't know if y'all seen them videos where uh, he calling little girls on stage and shit, singing to them and shit, rubbing on them and shit. I heard about it. I didn't see it. Though. I didn't see it. I heard about it. What the fuck, bro? What the? Did fuck? it look that crazy? Nigga, yes. He was like singing uh, one of the videos, bro. This nigga was singing Dilemma, bruh. And he, like, swept a little girl hair back and shit and was singing to her. Like, this... She couldn't be no older than, like, 10, 12 years old, bruh. Yeah, that seems a little I'm weird. I'm like, where the that fuck are your parents? Like, why, why? I fuck with Nelly, though. E.I. Dirty. Hey, I fuck with Nelly, too, bruh. But that shit fucking weird, dog. You can't do that shit, bruh. Hell no. Nah, that shit But weird, one chick, bro. she claimed... Can't she got back shit. to the tour bus and, um... Uh, he told her something like, you want this dick, and like try to get on her or whatever the case. And next thing you know, the charges got dropped, and uh, that was that. It's another chick that claimed, I forget, they were somewhere, and, and he she came to the hotel. Now, what I say on the first podcast, if a chick come to the hotel, she know what she getting herself into. So she claimed she came back to the hotel. He was like in a bath towel or something. He pulled his dick out, started jerking off, and said, "Do you want this dick or you want this dick or something like that?" And now she's trying to claim that you know he was sexually assaulting her. Look, man, I, this this might be some hot take type shit. Not really though, because I feel like it's just some real shit. But I, as far as like the Me Too shit goes, yeah, I don't think that any woman. Or anybody, for that matter, deserves to be sexually harassed or right. because they dress a certain way, they, they should be treated a certain way or whatever the case may be. But, like, it's some shit like the shit with Aziz Ansari. I don't know oh, that shit. Oh, man, I don't even want to talk but about it. But they went on a date, went back to his crib. That sounds like a bad date. Late at night type shit. And shit, that nigga was like, you came to my crib three o'clock in the morning. I'm trying to fuck shit. Not only that, but they ended up naked in his bathroom. So and... some shit like that, yeah. man, I just feel like that's some consensual shit. Yeah. Like anything non-consensual to where you are being forced or and whatever, somebody or somebody forcing themselves on yeah. you. When you, okay, no means fucking no at the end of the day. I get that. But I'm just saying some of the shit I'd be like, but it seemed like you wanted that shit. And now that it's some shit going on where other people actually have legitimate claims, it's like, do you want to join in and say some shit happened? But right, so like you get a check. Shit, you get a little check. Yeah, some check, of that check, shit, check. man. I just be looking at it like, what the fuck? But you never know what's going on because we we don't be there. We just know what we hear. Exactly. Type shit. So you already know it's three sides to a story, and uh, and everything should be taken seriously. If a woman say she's been harassed. 
you gotta take that shit seriously. But sometimes it seems like it's cons- consensual type shit. Yeah. Uh, but that's just that's just my thoughts on it. We feeling real bulletproof right now. <laughs> Hold on, I got the clique. Hold on. Uh, Why he shit. doing that shit, man? Uh, Shout out to Two C, man. If you ain't got the second coming EP right now, it's still on everything you there we go from. There we go. Music from shit, iTunes, Spotify, Google Music, my mixtapes. Yes, sir. Words, you can get it. Plug it. Plug it. Hey, I, I got to. I'm pointing the click up you. right now. This nigga tripping. Uh, off the sexual harassment shit, man. Uh, on some shit that happened this past week. The Lord Ingram chick from uh, Fox News. I don't know if y'all heard about the shit where LeBron James and Katie had the Uber ride interview where they was talking about Trump. And ultimately it came down to because they athletes, they supposed to shut up and dribble. Uh, that's what Laura Ingram said. Uh, yeah, I didn't see that shit. Man. Don't, no, that nobody shit. tell me to shut up and do nothing. You hear me? But at the end of the day, man, like, uh, the next day she came out with a little rebuttal from... Basically what happened was she said shut up and dribble. Uh, niggas took it as some racist shit, basically, the way she said it. Um, don't do that shit. Y'all want that ooh? No, 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 do that, do it, but I'm just you want saying. Want me to do that ooh? I can't, I can't concentrate. You ain't have to do the part of those Clico and shit. Hey. Like a, like a, like a rap video or something. When shit, you come bro. through, I got to do it right for you, bro. Hey, bro. I got to do it right for you, you know I what I'm saying? Nobody, uh, I was reading that people say uh, every time some somebody disagree with a black person's take on something that they call racism, um, it's not even about the disagreement part because... I don't expect anybody to agree with everything that I say, but it's about how you disagree and how you say it. It come off as racism. Uh, so I want I, I don't I don't want people pulling the race car just pull the race car. But when you come at somebody like shut up and dribble, just shut up and do your job type shit. Right. It seemed like some racism shit. Because I mean, last time I checked, you elected a president who ha- hasn't held a political office before. He became president, but he's qualified. But a black man who has been has lived the life where he came from nothing and made something out of himself, he's not qualified to speak on it. Um, I mean, I, I got a lot of shit to say, man. But that's I'm gonna leave it right there because we kicking it. We got the click up popping off. That's cool, um, man. You know, we don't want to get too angry, but it's all nah, good. Man. I just I don't you know? like when people want to say black people bring up the race card all the time. It's not that we bring up the race card. It's just, it's a way to disagree. Like I was telling yeah. you, bro, like we can disagree on whatever, but I don't have to disrespect you on the exactly, shit. Exactly, exactly. We don't have to be disrespectful with the shit, so I don't... You can be grown on somebody's situation. And, and just because you didn't go to school for something don't mean you can't be educated or speak on it. Exactly. That's just the way that it is. Like I could, I never could get a college degree, but I could read and research and do whatever to experience to learn shit and speak on it i could i could just speak off my experiences solely and still have a educated take on it because i've been through the shit darnell story watch out for darnell if y'all know darnell you see that nigga you be like oh that's darnell run the other way shit. man look this nigga man he... I, i'll start it so do we end up at the gramophone or what did we start off at Look, man, we started off at, uh, what's the name of that place? Uh, McCalla or something like that, man. McCalla? What's the fuck's name of that place, bro? 
So McCub? Where the fuck was it at? It was on Manchester, bro. Oh, it's Monaco. Monaco. Yeah, we started off at the Monaco. Monaco. And we was chopping it up with the owner. Yeah, that's, yeah. that's a nice-ass place if y'all ever have a... But no, nah, bro, everybody was bopped out in there, bro. Like, they... No, 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 it, it was definitely a rave going yeah. on at some Niggas point, was on ecstasy in that bitch. They was handing out party packs and shit. That Man, shit was they was happening. on ecstasy in that, that bitch, That shit was bro. happening, but that's Niggas where it Niggas was trying to began. pull the clouds down from the skies in that motherfucker. It ended, though... I'm trying to find this nigga, man. It's like gotta be like five. No, we, no, 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 no. Oh, you want to no, go no, in between from, all this? Yeah, shit? cause we we went from the Monaco and then where we go? We went to we went from the Monaco to fucking. Um, but did I drive you over there, or did I, or did we meet over there? No, no, no. We 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 was. I Excuse I rode with you to Monaco, bro. And then okay, we then to, we went to the east side. We went to no, no, no. Went to Nara. Oh, we went to Nara, yeah. Went to Lucas Park. Man. And somehow ended up on the east side. Look, so I remember meeting up on the east side. We went in. Only thing I remember is going inside. We got some Hennessy and some beers. And we was chatting it. And this nigga, man. Let me tell you about this nigga. He's trying to breeze past the shit. Don't let the nigga breeze past nothing. Fuck that shit. Damn, what I do? Man, this nigga, man, he like, we need some drinks. I'm like, cool, we need some drinks, bro. I ain't said let's get two drinks, bro. We ain't have to get, we ain't have to double fist, bro. So we walking around. First of all, we stop at the first bar in the club type shit. This nigga get Hennessy and we get Corona. I'm like, okay, we we got two drinks. Okay, we walking around. We run into fucking, uh... What's that nigga name, man? It wasn't. It, um, I feel like it was Jayquan or something, bro. It was a nigga that had. It was. It was Jayquan, bro. It went to this nigga in the fucking. I don't remember going to Jayquan. But side note, I, the same night, one of the homeboys in that they said we was over there with DMX. Man, I don't and I was song. like, I don't remember being nowhere where DMX was at because I would have got a picture with him. Just some Darnell ass shit, hey, though. So we, I don't we, know. As soon Go as ahead. we leave the Go front ahead. bar, Go ahead. we walk around and we run into this nigga, fucking Jaquan. And this nigga, Darnell. I don't remember. Dar- you Darnell at this point, bro. You Darnell. I don't remember Jaquan. I morphed into the Darnell. Okay. Yeah, you All right. Go point. ahead. Come on. Let's do it. Now, you, I already told you, we already got drinks in our hand. Yeah. We already got drinks. This nigga, like, let's go back to the room. I'm like, oh, shit. This nigga buy shots for me, him, and this nigga, Jaquan. Okay, we took the shots. We still got our other drinks that we just got. Jaquan then, is the, the nigga who's seen Tipsy, if y'all don't know. Fuck all that shit. He's seen Hood Hop, nigga. Hood Hop. Oh, yeah, that was the hardest shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, we do that shit. We take the shots. Boom. I'm like, okay, that's cool. I'm cool now. I'm still cool. And then we run to the homegirl. And this nigga, like, this nigga Darnell's, like, more shots. I'm like, oh, shit. This so I bought more shots? Yeah, it's not going to end well. What? How many homegirls was it, though? It was, like, three. It was three. Were they bad? Okay. Let's back up. Let's back up. Oh. It was two homegirls. Oh, One of them shit. was with a little chick. I guess she was dating a little chick. I don't fucking know. Uh-huh. I don't know the rules. There we go. I'm just saying, but you brought everybody a drink. So another shot came. I'm like, okay. So we, two shots in, a drink, a Hennessy on the rocks, and then a fucking Corona. We in right now. Oh, fuck. But I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. That's the last thing I remember. I remember still being at the bar and still drinking. No, 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 no. 
Because I finished the Corona, you got another Corona for me. You got you another Corona. So now we two Coronas in, a couple shots, and then Hennessy. And that's the last thing I remember until the next morning. I'm like, what the fuck, nigga? What, what the fuck happened? This nigga, Darnell, as he likes to be known, or he is known when he gets on his level. Oh, fuck. This nigga, man, he, he can't stop, won't stop with the drinks. Now, all, only thing I remember is, I, I don't remember leaving the first club after we was fucked up. All I remember is being at the second club next door that don't close until people leave, right? So I'm at this little table. I never seen KP again. Then, I go to a, a little table or whatever, and I'm sitting there, like, thinking in my head, like, man, I'm fucked up. That's the only thing I remember. And then, hey, I got to get up out of here. I get up. No, no, you realize oh, no. we still out. And he said he fell asleep one up. Just want to make sure. Uh, hold on, but I'm there. at a table, though. We still there. We right. out. You fell asleep one up. Okay. But, however, I thought you left with these little slabs, man. I thought you left with some chicks, man. I didn't see your ass for, like, a good two hours, man. So, I go to my car. I'm sitting in my car. Mind you, a little dude walk up to my car. He like. That's a knock. A knock. He like. On the window. He like, hey, bro, you can't sit right here. Da, da, da. The police going to have a problem with it. I was just like, okay, cool. He like, pull over here, blah, blah, blah. I pull over to where he talking about. And I fucking collapse <laughs> in the car. Why that motherfucker running? Now. I get up, I don't know how long the time has passed, I get up, and I drive home. I drive home, my phone's dead, I collapse in the bed. I wake up in the bed, I got all my clothes on in the bed, I'm like, what the fuck? I, I put my fucking phone on the charger, and that was that. Now, you can resume at that point. Alright, so, basically, this nigga Darnell... This nigga Darnell and bought too many drinks and shit, man. And uh, we just got fucked up. Uh, we was in clubs. We didn't know we was in all that shit. I may or may may have or may not have got left behind. And uh, you know what I'm saying? I ain't even gonna speak on that. But man, so basically, I ain't get home to probably like. 9 o'clock in the morning. But how how did you get home though? Man, go ahead. Tell I had to call a ride like uh like the short buses and shit. Man, I had to call a ride. But where were you? Where were you? When, where were you when I left out the club and yeah. I'm in the car asleep with the motherfucking car running? Somewhere lit. That's what it sounds like to me. Were I you, don't know. Were you passed out? I don't know. That's it, what, it's not my fault. I'm going okay. to just say... Because last time I seen KP, he was with the women. I'm going to do like Jaheim. He was with the women. I'm going to call it Jaheim on no, this one. No, no, no. Okay, as you can see, we was going too much off the hookah and the Vive Clico champagne by this time. But that pretty much sums up what happened at that in particular uh, Darnell story, which is my alter ego that you guys have been writing in about and want to hear more about Darnell. But that's going to pretty much sum up this episode. Got the two songs of the week. Uh, first song is by my guy, Zach. It's called Party and Bullshit. Shout out to him, man. You know, you've been doing your thing down at ATL, getting noticed by them labels, man. Been knowing this dude for a long time. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of you, bro.